Welcome to the Pointless Void Podcast, where two screenwriter friends come together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. I'm your co-host, Carter Young. And I am Jack, also your co-host. <laughs> that was a good intro, Carter. That's the first time you've opened up the show. It is. I'm getting better. We're practicing. It's exciting. Right before we started the podcast, we were talking about the movie Top Gun, Maverick. Yes. Um, because this yesterday was the first time I had seen it because I missed it at the movie theater and I just bought it yesterday and watched it by myself. Love the movie. So good. The original movie was really good and there, it's famous for a reason. Is it the movie that made Tom Cruise famous? I think it was. I think it was like one of his first movies he got big from. He was really big from. Mm-hmm. And then this second one is like so much better on a lot of different levels Like, I feel like when they make a sequel to a movie, it's never as good. Never. Yeah. Very rarely it's better. Right. Like, there's few exceptions. Like, uh, Toy Story 2 is better, in my opinion. I agree. (laughs) I agree with that. Um, I would also say Indiana Jones 3 is better than the first one. Which one is The Last Crusade. That's the one with his dad. That is another great one. I do think that's better. Now, it's close, because Raiders of the Lost Ark is amazing. But I like the Holy Grail more. I, I totally agree with you. That's the mm-hmm. most memorable one to me. Yeah. Is the second one the one where... The Temple of Doom. The Temple of Doom. They're that, all great. They're they all are. Great. They are all great. The last one that they made, like Crystal Skull, that wasn't... Eh, so not, I thought it was good until Aliens at the very end. So I'll actually watch the movie <laughs> until the last 15 minutes, and then I'll turn it off. I'll be like, I'll just make my own ending. Yeah, <laughs> that one wasn't as good. Yeah. But... But, yeah, it's hard. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is potentially better than the original. Yes. Um, you know what someone was debating with me from? They said, I want you to look back at Star Wars. And they said, I am a huge Star Wars fan. He goes, but let's be real. The Star Wars movies are terrible movies. And I'm like, and he goes, from a filmmaker's perspective, Star Wars are a terrible movie. Oh, he's and I'm like, dead wrong. I'm like, that is 100% incorrect. If you've listened to this podcast, every screenwriting and filmmaking like lesson that me and Jack have gone to, they always bring up Star Wars, The New Hope. Well, they bring up Star Wars in a storytelling way. Yeah. But not even how it was written, but just like uh, George Lucas invented things. Like he invented camera rigs. He invented like methods of shooting that were never done before and now yeah. are still used to this day. Objectively, it was a well-made film. Uh-huh. Like you can't argue that, oh, it's a bad-made film. We just like it for some reason. That's what he's saying. That's what he says is like all of Star Wars is just, they're all bad films that we just kind of like for some reason. And I'm like, that is 100% incorrect. I disagree with you on all levels on that. Some yep. of the later movies are not the greatest, but you, if you're Even talking then, like the original trilogy, especially, no, that was a phenomenal. Yeah. Like the scene where those like ATSTs or whatever those things are called, the, like the Walker things. Yeah. And when they're Arnoth. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they're like attaching their cables and tripping them, that the the visual effects for that are amazing. Yeah, and that was made in like eighty one. Yeah, when I think that it's, movie came you out, you can watch that today and it doesn't look weird. It doesn't. It looks it looks cool. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was shot with miniatures. I'm not sure exactly sure how they shot it, but but yeah, it's a. It's a well-made movie. And the reason why I say that Empire Strikes Back is better is because I think I think it qualifies as what would be considered a perfect sequel. Yeah. So a a seek so origin an original movie is good. And then a perfect sequel is a movie that continues the original themes, 
expands the already established characters and then introduces you to new characters that are fan favorites. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a perfect sequel. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think I've said this on this podcast before, one of the very early episodes. But um, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was a new character Mm -hmm. that people think about and talk about forever. Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian. um, Who else? Boba Fett. Even like new villains even. Yeah. Like lots of great stuff Mm -hmm. in that movie. And if you go back to also at that Toy Story too, you got Jesse, you get the Prospector, right? Toy Story 2 is a perfect sequel as well. Yeah, I think it's a fabulous, fabulous made sequel. Shrek (laughs) 2? Yes. Well, what's crazy about Shrek (laughs) 2? I like Shrek 1 as a meme. I like Shrek 2 as a movie. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Shrek 2 is good. It's so amazing. Someone once referred to me as this. They said Shrek 1 was the greatest invention of man. And he goes, but then God saw it and was so pleased that he gave us Shrek 2, which is God's gift. greatest invention of God. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, actually. (laughs) Is how he explains the two Shreks. And then he says, the rest of them we don't need to talk about. But Shrek 1 and 2, amazing. And then Shrek three, I didn't think Shrek Satan was bad. looked up from hell and said, "This is too good. Let's ruin it." You see, I feel like that was the fourth one. I didn't think the third was that bad. No, the fourth one's good. The final chapter, the one where like with Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, no, that one's good. The third one is the bad one where he like goes and finds like Arthur. Oh my goodness! Like I mixed those two up, didn't I? Yeah, no, I'm right. I mean, I'm wrong. It's yeah, the fourth one is better than the third. It's been forever since I've seen the fourth or third one. I heard they were making another one. But I don't know how they're true making. That is. Speaking of like sequels, they're making a fifth Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. It just it was Serious? announced. I'm so excited. I can't even lie. I love Harrison Ford as Indy. I'm excited to see what they do. They're getting a new director, which could go poorly, could go good. Steven Spielberg is the executive producer, so he's like overarching it, but he's not directing it. And so he's said that he's there did to he help. Di- did he direct Crystal Skull? Uh huh. Him and George Lucas did. How did that flop then? Because George Lucas is like, hey, aliens. And Steven Spielberg is like, okay. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, uh, you probably do aliens You know what's good. funny? Like George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did the first one together really well. It was an amazing movie. But then the second one was George Lucas because he was going through a divorce. And he said he hated the second one because of him. And then the third, I feel like was more Steven Spielberg. And then the fourth was George Lucas being like, Boom, aliens. <laughs> He's just like, what do I do best? I do aliens best. Yeah, and so they added it. And Steven Spielberg was like, all right, aliens. <laughs> I mean, Spielberg, I'm sure, does he have any... I mean, he has a lot of incredible movies like he has a reputation mm-hmm. but he's got to may have made some bad ones what, oh yeah what's all of what all has he made so i think some of his best ones let's see now you can go from like animated stuff you know he executively produced shrek because he i think is isn't he a ceo of DreamWorks or high up in dreamworks which is where all of his movies are produced from Mostly. I think he is, yeah. Because Saving Private Ryan has the DreamWorks thing he was the also, He was also a big part of um, Pixar, I believe. Oh, yes. Him and... Uh, I could be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure he was big in Pixar. Him and Steve Jobs. Oh my gosh, he did Roger Rabbit? He did. God, he is so... His movies are incredible. Like... Uh, Back to the Future. We're watching that tonight. He made that one. Yeah, he helped. He made mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, Jaws, like probably my favorite movie, Schindler's List, E.T., Indiana Jones. Um, okay, 
So we're going to look at this. Empire of the Sun is a great movie. So this is what they say. Steven Spielberg movies from worst to best. Now they say Jurassic. Did Gremlins? Jurassic Park and like the third Jurassic Park and the fourth Indiana Jones are his worst movies. Then it goes like Munich, The Terminal. Let's see. We're going to just go to his top one. What, what did they say is his best made movie? Now they say E.T. is his best made movie. I disagree. I think it's a great movie. Especially first time. You know what's interesting about E.T.? Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, Spielberg went to some of his writers and he said, I have a premise for you guys. And I want you to take that premise and I want you to write a movie for me. Really? And someone, so two different writers got this same prompt. One of them wrote the movie E.T. And the other person wrote the movie um, in... Uh, Shoot, what's the, uh, what's the one? It's a horror movie, Ghost. Poltergeist? Yes. Really? So someone wrote, with the same prompt, someone wrote <laughs> Poltergeist and someone wrote E.T. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. So he also made Lincoln. I didn't know he made Lincoln. Yeah. Jaws, Schindler's List, Saving yep. Private Ryan. Yep. Um, Empire of the Sun, I said that already, but right. that's a great one. And I've never seen Empire of the Sun, actually. And Roger Rabbit. I did not know he made Catch Me If You Can, actually. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's a great one, too. Uh, Ready Player One. Yep. Yeah, no, he's had some great... Bridge. Have you seen Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks? No, um, I, no I haven't. Great movie. Great, great movie. It's about a uh, negotiator in the Cold War. And then he did the new West Side Story. Uh-huh. I, I need to watch that. Is that on Disney Plus or something? It is. Or, okay. It is. I, so here's my thing with West Side Story. It was a beautifully made movie. Like the cinematography is phenomenal. Okay. But I just don't like the story of Romeo and Juliet, which is practically what the story is. And so for me, is I Is that what West Side Story is? Yeah. But oh, in New I guess York. I never knew. But it's in like the streets of New York. Okay, cool. In the 50s. And so it's the exact same story of Romeo and Juliet, practically. And I'm never a big fan of that. Um, but that being said, the acting was amazing. Songs and music was great. And the cinematography was beautiful. And so mm. if you like the story of Romeo and Juliet, definitely give it a watch. It's a great movie. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's uh, segue into writing our movie because yes, we don't, don't need to know go on another tangent. <laughs> as much as I love talking about movies and things, uh, we want to write a movie. So this is a movie that I thought about for a while, but we haven't taken the time to try to write. And I've been wanting to do a time travel movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask you this question, Carter. What is the one thing everyone always talks about when they talk about time travel? I'm going to say back to the future. Or I'm not you, talking about a specific movie, but like if you had the ability to go back in time, what do people bring up? <laughs> Killing Hitler. Killing Hitler. Yeah, that is the thing that everyone, everyone talks always about. says like you went back in time and didn't kill Hitler. It's like. So. That's what I want to do. I want to write a movie where the sole purpose of this time travel mission is to kill Hitler. Okay. I, like I don't it. know if anyone's done that. I don't know if people like to touch this topic of Hitler that often. They One has in its Deadpool 2. Do you remember the ending? They had him find the time travel thing that uh, Cable used. Did he kill Hitler though? And he went to baby Hitler and he's like, oh, this is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And he's like holding the baby and he's like, no one just... The reason why you're such a brat is no one loves you, Gucci Gucci. <laughs> Wait, I can't remember. Maybe they cut that out of the Disney Plus version. I th- they probably did. Because <laughs> cause I remember seeing him go back in time because he went and saved his girlfriend from dying. 
Yeah. He went and he stopped the one guy with the mustache. I forgot his name from dying. Uh, Pete or something. The guy that didn't have a power, but he's like, I just thought it would be fun to join the crew of oh. the X-Force. Do you remember him? Yep. He saved him from dying. And then he went and he killed himself in the X-Men Origins movie. <laughs> and then he killed and then Ryan he killed Reynolds. Him, <laughs> he killed Ryan Reynolds before he took the Green Lantern job. <laughs> and that was the last one. So maybe they cut out the Hitler part. And I saw it on YouTube. So maybe it was a deleted scene that they just put on. They didn't put in the movie, but they put on the like, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. And like in the bonuses. <laughs> yeah. Is the Hitler one. Well, one of my favorite time travel jokes is in the mo- in the show Futurama. Okay. And so um, in Futurama, I think it's the final episode. Mm-hmm. They're like traveling in time and they realize they can't go backwards in time. So like, let's just keep going forward. And they get to the end of the universe and then right at the end of the universe, it starts back over. Yeah. And so then they, so they start the loop over and they get to the point like, oh, we got to kill Hitler. And so they kill Hitler and then uh, they keep going and then something happens where they have to go all the way a loop again. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, let's kill Hitler again. And so they go and they're like, oh, I missed and I killed Eleanor Roosevelt. And then they keep going. I'm like, <laughs> what? what the heck? Also, the, I think so there good. was also a bit of like them, like their timeline was six feet higher than the one before. Yeah. I can't remember what that bit was, but <laughs> that's kind of funny. I've never seen it. Now, right. here's the thing. I are going to start with this. Now, I feel like this is like a cheesy thing that's in every time travel movie is the world at the very beginning it shows the life that they live and it sucks or the planet's getting destroyed that's like the two like think about it back to the future like his life is just kind of a, him and his family are kind of in this like you know mm-hmm. being bullied by biff nothing's really going on and then it changes and he comes back and they have a mansion you know he they stood up for themselves blah 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 um days of future past from x-men as the world is being destroyed so they need to go back in time to stop the occurrence from happening i'm trying to think about the time travel like cable in um, uh deadpool even his world was yeah and yeah. he came back so to kill the guy so what what method of time travel do we want to use because there is a lot of yeah. different kinds we could have an actual time machine like back to the future that a scientist built mm-hmm. um like in X-Men, didn't like one of the X-Men have a power that like just sent that could his, sense. Brain, his brain back? Yeah, she had the power that could send someone's like brain back to Is themselves their consciousness in the past. Yeah. yeah. And so, so that, that's kind of a unique one. Speed, like Flash. That's one that he uses. Is he Or you go su- fast Superman, enough, yeah. Yeah, you go fast enough, you can go back in time. What? My favorite time travel movie isn't really a time travel movie. It's just a really good movie that kind of has a little bit of a time travel aspect. Phineas and Ferb. No, I'm just <laughs> yes, that's my favorite movie. No, have you seen the movie Your Name? No. Oh. It's like a, a face movie. of disappointment. <laughs> oh man. That has the greatest. It's just a really f- great movie. Beautiful. Like it's an animated film. Yeah. And the animation is gorgeous and the mm-hmm. story is really compelling. And there's like a moment. Um, you need to watch this movie blind yes. because okay. I actually speaking of your name, this podcast, the pointless void used to be a movie review podcast before I decided, Hey, let's actually start writing movies. Oh, really? So we, me and my friend Tom would watch a movie mm-hmm. and then we would talk about it. And, 
Um, we did that for a few episodes and then because of different things, we didn't have the time anymore. And then when I decided to switch over to being a movie writing podcast with Garrett, I, uh, got rid of all the old episodes There were like four of them. Oh, really? But there was one day that we couldn't upload a video or cause we couldn't upload a podcast. So I re-uploaded one of the old ones mm-hmm. of us reviewing the movie, your name. Really? So if you want to hear what <laughs> I think about your name for like two hours, there is an episode. I think it's episode 11 on this podcast. Huh? So that go. is so funny. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. But so I don't want to spoil it for you, but for you listeners, you can go find out what I'm talking about and why I think it's one of the best time travel. There you go. Um, it's also very specific. I don't know how we could use it to kill Hitler. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. it's my favorite time travel aspect. There you go. All right. Um, I mean, is this a comedy movie, a murder movie? <laughs> A like, comedy murder movie because it's a murder. I mean, yeah, you're murdering the biggest murderer of all time, right? Um, and and what are the consequences of killing Hitler? They kind of show this all the time. I feel like it would be now. It depends when you kill him, because a lot of our technology that we gained came from World War II. Like a lot of stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, the world would be so different if Japan would be a totally different country if it yeah. weren't for World War II. Um. The like obviously the fact that so many Jewish people died is the mo- it's one of the most it is probably the most tragic thing that's ever happened in world history. Oh yeah, but if it didn't happen, what I mean, how would the world be different? Yeah. There'd be that many more Jewish people, and I, you just don't know like what the difference in the world would be. Yeah, I'm not saying it would be worse; it would be better. Uh, like we don't want to lose these lives, but. Like, it's just so hard to know what the world would be like. And just to think of it, like, I just looked this up. There's an estimated, this is according to Britannica.com, 50 million people died in World War II. And we're talking soldiers, civilians, you know, the Holocaust, all of it came. All of those people would be having children, would be. Yeah. um, Think of what we would, you know, the discovery some of these people would make. You know what I mean? That too. So the world could be way better, which is probably more likely. But it would just be way different. Yeah. So different. The atom bomb. Well, they were making the atom bomb during World War II because of it. But if it's early enough, the atom bomb might have never been brought into existence. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have the movie Godzilla. That would be like the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, what would we do? But now that I think about it, like there there would be so many. Is Hitler one of the most influential people in history? Did he change the world more than anybody? More than anybody, I don't know. But I would definitely like, I mean. I mean, who who would have changed the world's trajectory more than Hitler? I have no idea. It's kind of a shuddering thing to think of. You know what I mean? Like the worst person that's ever been made the biggest change. Not not, not necessarily for good, but it was but definitely biggest different. change, yeah. Like, the biggest change. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you also think about all of our scientific, a lot of our scientific discoveries came from those terrible, you know, Nazi doctors practicing. Yeah, on, unfortunately, on that's people. true. And it's a terrible, you know, it's a terrible thing that we did, but it's like it did kind of help. We, we certain, used it for good. You know what I mean? We, we used their yeah. records. We found them because they were great records keeper and we used it for good. But at the same time, it was a terrible inhumane thing that we would never have done. Yeah. And shouldn't ever have been done. I mean, what's very, of, it's, this has gone more like philosophical. Than <laughs> yeah. It's like, does the, 
I mean, so at the end of the movie, do they end up killing Hitler? Um, I think I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I'd say so. We go for it. Or maybe the time machine fails. So they were going to go for earlier. The time machine fails. They end up going now before he gets into like the Holocaust starts, but he they end up going right to the beginning of his reign. And so now it's harder to kill him. Like they meant to go before, but they ended up getting put like right at the beginning of his reign before World War II starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there has to be a limitation too that like they can only use it once or something. Yeah. And so they like, can't oh, we're in the wrong back. spot. So it's not like we can just, oh, let's just try again. Right. Like what has to cause that to happen? Because, I mean, it would be hard to kill Hitler yeah. in the... I mean, people tried to do it. There was a whole war trying to do it. Right, yeah. So it's not like it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it crazy that people still consider this, themselves Nazis to this day? Like yeah, I don't understand why you would promote. Like, you know history. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible thing to so, call um, yourself. I don't know if you you maybe heard this news, maybe you didn't. It, it be, did become national news, but it was bigger for me because it was in my home state. Oh, Idaho. really? But uh, in in a city called Coeur d'Alene in Idaho, there mm-hmm. was it was during um, is July or June Pride Month or February? I can't remember what month is Pride Month. Like uh, LGBT Pride Month. July. Okay. Well, whatever month it is, um, they were they were doing a Pride celebration in Coeur d'Alene. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly the most unthreatening event. Like the people that are the most welcoming in the world are the LGBTQ community because they've been treated like they did weren't welcome, and so they're they're gonna they welcome everyone in. It's like such a like if you're around LGBT people, like they're the most welcoming people I know. True. Yeah. So I don't even know why I brought that part up, but so there was a event and the this U-Haul was driving down the street and uh, someone at a hotel saw a whole bunch of people getting in the U-Haul and then leaving. And so they called the police and so they intercepted them mm-hmm. before they got to the event. They And these guys went to jail and they had, they had lots of weapons on them, guns, shields, and they were going to go kill everyone at this event really? in Coeur d'Alene. So it got prevented. It got prevented, luckily. Wow. Um, and... Yeah, it got prevented, and these people, later they found out they were part of a group that they're neo-Nazis. That's but crazy. why would you want to be... Like, now their faces... Like, you can go look up their faces online and see exactly who they are. Yeah. And now forever they're stamped as... Well, they're going to prison for a long time. Mm-hmm. But since they didn't actually kill someone, they don't go that long. Yeah. Because they were caught before. And so now they're just going to be stamped as Nazis forever. And I guess right. they don't care, but I wouldn't. If someone accused me of being a Nazi, that's the worst thing they could imagine. Yeah, I can't think of like a worse, <laughs> like insult. <laughs> yeah, that is a bad insult than being called a Nazi. Um, like I'd be called cracker every day of the week. Well, I don't care about that slur. It's not even a slur. Yeah, cracker. I, yeah, I don't care. I used to think cracker was just like because saltine crackers are white. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then I found out it's because they like crack their whips on slaves. Yeah. Which when I found that out, I was like, wait, that is a little bit offensive. 
But then now I'm just still like, it doesn't matter. It's not like white people have ever been oppressed. So I don't care that much. Right. Like, and people don't call me cracker like regularly. Yeah. So it was funny. So back in Detroit, one of my friends, and it was funny because he, he was African-American too. And we had the same realization at the same time at why they called it, why, you know, cracker was cracker. Him and I were talking and it was like, you know, cracker. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's just because of a saltine cracker. And then we would say, and someone said, and then him and I looked at each other and go, Oh, like him and I both didn't know why it was, <laughs> why yeah. it was that. But it's an interesting slur because it's like a slur for the person who is of power. Because normally yeah. a slur means like, oh, you're you're less than me, right? Um, but that's like the opposite. Like you're you have power over me in a bad way. Yeah, it's interesting. It's new. Yeah, I don't I don't care about white slurs because it doesn't bother me. But there's yeah. Like, you know, honky, they're funny, actually. White slurs. <laughs> Red neck ones. They're pretty good. Ooh. All right, let's kill Hitler. Um, okay, go, yeah, going back to killing Hitler. So if we invented time machine, mm -hmm. who would we send to kill? Who? Yeah, what kind of a person would we would the world send back? A Navy SEAL. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it would it would definitely be. Here's what it is. It's a U.N. mission. Yeah. Also, back. So it's like so one of the greatest, you know, each country provides someone from one of their, you know, most elite forces. And there's like five countries represented. I don't know, like a team of five. I just feel like a team of five is like classic. Yeah. So what, what kind of politics would bring this to be a thing? Because I feel like if someone proposed this, mm -hmm. like we have the ability to go back and kill Hitler. I feel like people would oppose it. Yeah, well, because of the thing, because of the unknowns, like we're saying. Mm -hmm. I think people would. I don't think anyone. Would I, say I, yes I to honestly it. would probably oppose it. Like, there's just so many unknowns. Yeah, like messing with. I guess we only understand how time works because of movies. Mm -hmm. So, like, we think like, oh, you're gonna mess with time. Um, I don't. But we don't even know, know what like, we're messing with. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like in real, in real, like real life, we, uh -huh. I wouldn't know what would be being messed with. Yeah. Or if it even would make a difference. I think the only thing that could bring that up is the end of the world situation. And they were thinking, what? There's a nuclear war. They're like, what caused this? You know what? That's the only thing I could think of. Is like, end of the world situation. They have one shot to send someone back to change yeah. the trajectory. And they send it back at that time. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would, that would like realistically in life, of course it's a movie. We can do whatever, but like realistically in life, that would even bring up that kind of conversation. I wonder if you killed Hitler as a baby, if someone else would have just taken his place. That's possible. I mean, cause there were lots of people. I mean, cause if you know any history about the Nazis, you know that like Germany was really, really had a bad time after World War One. Mm -hmm. They were kind of blamed for a lot of things that wasn't really their fault. The world treated them like they were villains when they weren't really. And yeah. there was a lot of hatred from Germany to other countries. Mm -hmm. And people, like there was the, um, was the Berlin Wall before or after World War II? That was World after World War II. It was after World War II. It was a thing with the Soviets and the United okay, States. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. But but anyway, even before World War II, there was a lot of conflict like that. Yeah. Um, not specifically the Berlin Wall, but... Mm -hmm. And so uh, Hitler, Adolf, 
came and he got together with some friends and created this group that the way that they explained it, it seemed pretty attractive to a lot of German people mm -hmm. and they called themselves the Nazi party. And obviously at the time Nazi didn't have the same weight it does today. Yeah. And they said like, I don't even remember what they promised, but they just promised that we would help him out of this situation mm. of poverty. And being so when, so he got thrown into prison actually by the German government. And when he was in prison, he wrote his book, Mein Kampf. Yeah. Which is like my, my struggle, my struggle. Yeah. And it talked about his ideology, but in there, he even talked about, um, you know, he had the idea of the perfect race, you know, the perfect problem. And then he said, a lot of their issues that's been going on in the country is because of, the Jews is what was even mentioned in the book at that early of a time. Yeah. But, but what I'm getting at is he, him and a group of people started this party and lots of people were joining and he ended up being the leader. He was very influential. He was yeah. a good speaker. He could convince people of anything. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the greatest speakers who's ever lived, to be honest, to be able to convince an entire country to commit mass genocide like that. You've got to be pretty influential. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder like if he didn't exist, who would have stepped up? Like someone yeah. would have. That's true. Maybe not, but you know, you don't know. I don't think someone would step. Yeah. I think someone would have, but not to his level. So also to think of it, he, well, what he did was if you look at from a leadership perspective is, I don't know if I've ever, you can ever see in history. He took like a country who was completely bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, on the rise and made him one of the most powerful countries in the world. And not that long of a period of a time, you know, he turned a country from bankruptcy to unified and he did it in a completely wrong way. Of course. Yeah. And if he, you know, those people, you know, he definitely had some mental problems, you know, you can't do that with being sane in any way, but Makes yeah. you think, would someone come up? Would someone, you know, continued his thought, his process? Who knows? Yeah. So because of all those unknowns, I don't think this would actually ever happen in world government. Yeah. So would it be some like, so that's an option. The world government sends some people or A just some really <laughs> smart person invents time travel and he makes his own plans. Yeah. And he avoids the government, he mm -hmm. or she. Right. Or they, you know, like a group of people. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Like, I think it'd be cool to, like, see... That seems more, like, possible to me. Because yeah. I just don't see a government agreeing to that. Oh, yeah. No, there's no way. Um, I think it'd be kind of interesting. I think it'd be kind of cool, honestly. Like, I could already see, like, there's, like, a part where I think it'd be kind of cool. He creates this idea. I could even say, like, he, like, introduces it. Everyone says no. And they end up sending people right before, you know... I would almost think, like, the government would want to take that. You know what I mean? Oh, or... Like, so and there's maybe, like a he maybe he like at a university proposes like, here's my proof of we can in, in, I project in this amount of time, we can time travel. Yeah. I, the, these are my mathematics. And, um, so he start so then he in his private life, he's creating his own thing. Mm -hmm. And then the government saw his presentation or not the government, but like world governments, UN, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They begin working as well. And so he ends up sending a team to kill Hitler and the United States sends a second team 
not to stop them necessarily, but just to, to regulate them and stop them if it needs to happen. You know what I mean? Oh. So that's another conflict potentially. I like that. Because again, they just don't, they're just afraid of what could change. Yeah. I don't know if we want to, I don't want to know. I don't know if we want to make them like the villains. Yeah. Cause I, I wouldn't call them. Cause villains. I, it's like, Oh, we're just, well, if, if Hitler wasn't around, then the world would change so much and I wouldn't be in power. I but think I it's more like, like the world would be so different that they're like, we can't possibly comprehend. We have so, no idea what would so happen. I, would, I don't know if we would portray them as villains. They're just honestly, the guy trying to kill Hitler might be the villain, but not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we have a villain other than Hitler. We don't, you know, when yeah. Hitler's in the movie, do you need another villain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. So I don't know if we want to have a second time travel team that's there to stop. I him. think that'd be kind of, Interesting. Having the two time travel teams trying to both complete their goal. Now, which one is the main protagonist, if that makes sense? Do I don't know. Say? So here's an argument for, so I just gave my argument for why we should have two teams. Here's my argument for why we shouldn't. Okay. Because if we have two teams, a lot of the conflict of the movie is going to be between them and, and we won't between. get a focus on the Nazis. Yeah. The and not that we don't necessarily, not that we want a movie to be all about Nazis, but like, I just feel like we want to focus more on that. Yeah. We're the main. So I don't know where we want the conflict to lie. That's we true. want the conflict to lie in the struggle to actually do the deed because we were saying we, they like screwed up the time. Mm -hmm. And so now it's really hard to actually pull off. Yeah. The only advantage they have is that they know everything Hitler is going to do because they remember history. Yeah. Like there's a point, you know, they, completely studied it out his life and stuff like that they know what's going on i don't know both would be pretty good i guess like you know just kind of thinking what would be the theme of the movie you know what i mean because there's one that is more send it back in time it goes wrong they end up getting put you know i think it's hard to make a serious time travel movie yeah Na yeah think about it name a serious like a very very serious time travel movie um I can't think of any time travel movie. I can't think of a serious one time. Like I said, like the movie, your name that I said is my favorite time movie. Yeah. They're not traveling in time. They're experiencing time weird. It, it's yeah. hard to explain without spoiling the movie, well, but like, is it kind of like interstellar? Cause I just kind of, you know, it's not a time travel movie, but it's, it's like he's experiencing time. a different time. Yeah not realizing and, it. Mm -hmm. And there is the point where he actually goes into the black hole and yeah. can mess a little bit with the time. Back. That's a serious time travel. I was going to say that is a very serious one. Yeah. Um, but that one is the world's ending and they need, and it wasn't even meant for time travel. It was just a space movie. They, really. Yeah. They didn't realize that the time would be different on that planet. Yeah. And so I don't understand time. Like they talk about time. Like it's this, mm -hmm. um, Lightyear was a serious time travel movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen it. I know it happens at the end, but... You know about Zerg? Yeah, you told me about it. <laughs> God, I freaking hate that so hard, dude. <laughs> See, I, both me and you love Toy Story. We are big Toy Story fans. Like, uh, you know the beginning of Toy Story, since you've seen it a million times, you know how it starts out with like... In the video game? In the video game. Yeah. You don't realize it's a video game. Uh -huh. And so uh, Buzz Lightyear's fighting Zerg, and then he gets his head blasted off. Yeah. Um, that's how I see Buzz Lightyear from Star Command. And do you remember the Buzz Lightyear from Star Command show? Yeah. The animated, like, 
the poor, the little more poorly animated TV show, right? Well, it's not poorly animated. It's just 2D. Yeah, it's just, yeah. 2D. And did you know that show came out before Toy Story 2? No way. It did. I didn't think so. I thought it was after Toy Story 2. No, dude. It was like literally between Toy Story 1. So Bugs Life was between the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was being made as Bugs Life was being made. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that until. But Buzz Lightyear from Star Command, that was a good show, surprisingly. Yeah, I remember loving it. I couldn't tell you what it was about, but I remember <laughs> yeah. loving the show as a kid. I don't know why I brought this up, but um, so all I'm saying is I just was a huge Buzz Lightyear fan as a kid because we had Toy Story 2. That was my mm-hmm. favorite movie. Yeah. One of yours favorite as well. And then Buzz Lightyear from Star Command. And then now this new Buzz Lightyear movie makes Zerg buzz. It's literally Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is this? The movie was good up until this point, and you ruined it. Mm-hmm. And then the explanation they said is like, the robots are saying Zerg all the time. And he's like, and Buzz asks like, why do they call you Zerg? He's like, I don't know. Robots have a hard time saying Buzz, so they just call me Zerg. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Wait. So wait. I have to see this movie. I now have to just like watch it just so I can understand <laughs> what's going on. Interesting. No, my sister left that movie. She's like, I can't tell you what happened, but I, it's just, it's just not it. <laughs> it could have been it. Other it than the fact that they were stuck on a single planet the whole time. Yeah. It's like they say to infinity and beyond. And, and they're, they're stuck, stuck on, on a single planet. planet the whole time. Yeah. So come on, that's cool not infinity. Done more, yeah. Done more locations, done more explanation, exploration. But yeah, but, speaking of time travel. <laughs> and it makes more sense that Buzz Lightyear, like uh, Woody's Roundup was a TV show mm-hmm. and that's where the toy came from. It makes sense that Buzz would be a TV show too. Yeah. Like the Buzz Lightyear from Star Command rather than a single movie. Right. Anyway, that's a time travel movie that I that's serious and I hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make a bad Pixar movie. They've, they've only is. ever done like... Cars Pla- 2 is bad. Planes 2. The Planes 1 is fine. I don't think Planes was considered Pixar, though. Really? I think that was like Disney made that. Oh. And it yeah, was, no. Pixar is really good with their movies. They, they're, they're very particular about what they allow to be made. Which I think is good. They release quality stuff. And I feel like the only reason Cars 2 and, uh, Toy- and Buzz Lightyear were made it through mm-hmm. is because their predecessors were so successful. Yeah. Like if car like the I feel like the biggest movies Pixar's made is probably Toy Story and Cars. Yeah, and so that's why Cars Two was greenlit, mm-hmm. and but and Lightyear was greenlit. Yeah, but you also think Ratatouille, Bugs Life, classic movies, Coco. Yes, I could go on and on. Pixar has made so many great movies. Um, Monsters Inc. Oh, and Monsters University. I almost like Monsters. Even Mon- I don't like it more just because I love Monsters Inc. so much as a kid, but yeah. I do like Monsters University. Agreed. Agreed. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys should. Is this a Pixar movie? Are we doing a we did Pixar, Pixar three? Uh, a Pixar time Emily, travel movie. Emily and I wrote Monsters Inc. too. Really? So, so uh, I mean, technically, Monsters University is Monsters Inc. too, but we did a sequel, not a prequel. Oh. When, that's right. That's right. When yeah. Boo, when Boo was an adult. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Pretty solid. I like how your friends that watch this podcast know more about this podcast than you do because <laughs> there's episodes you haven't seen because you weren't in them. That is true. That is very <laughs> true. They, although they haven't seen the episodes that I'm not in them. Uh, oh, they didn't? No. And so, well, no, no, no. They told me they just watched the ones with the, that I was in. 
And so I don't know if they, they might have seen the Monsters University one. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right. Um, did she, we, We're going to have her call in, by the way. Did she get back to you? She never did. Mm, she doesn't want to be in the episode. I guess um, stage fright, I guess. She's gonna, she, she'll regret that later. That's fine. <laughs> she'll join in for our next one. She'll be prepared. <laughs> okay. Killing Hitler. Let's see. Um, our main person who goes to create this time travel, mm-hmm. she, she's been working on her time travel since like, since she was really young. Yeah. But she doesn't find, figure it out until when in her like fifties or something. Mm-hmm. I like it. And, and she's what, now a professor or. Something at a university? Well, probably not a professor, but... So, this is what I kind of want to do now. So, she is telling her students about this and about the potential. Yeah. And what if, like, one of her students, then they make the plan? Like, she knows better than to go back and kill Hitler. Oh, but... But her students, students, like, steal it or something. And Because they're like, we have to do this. Yeah. We'll save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, that's, I feel like that's what it is. I agree. I like that a lot more. Cause I feel like someone smart enough to invent time travel would, would have want known, to mess with time. Yeah. That it's not to be, you know, it's dangerous. Messed with. So her, she has some students that break in and they're like not qualified. Yeah. Like they don't pay attention in history. Mm-hmm. So they know a little bit about the history of, but they don't know. But so when they mess up and go to the wrong time, they don't fully know. They yeah, they actually don't know how now to kill him. Mm-hmm. And they go to this time. Now, what would drive the kids to do that? You know what I mean? I feel like they'd have to probably be an emotional connection. Maybe I think it's one, easy to get people emotional when they yeah. think that they can kill Hitler. You know, right. <laughs> Like people, like they're like, oh, we. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. They they just. Uh, it's not social justice, but they just care about people, and so, I don't know. They wanna, they wanna help everyone. They don't like to hear about, like everyone's taken a Holocaust class in high school, right? And so they, when they find out they can go back in time, that's when. They just, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Because that's the really, first thing everyone thinks about. Yeah. They don't think of the, like the consequences. They're just like, we're going to go and we're going to. Yeah. Get it. They're not that prepared either. Yeah. If you, what weapons would you bring back in time? If you brought something back in time, like I hear things like, like, oh, if I brought a machine gun, like it would be so the world, the revolutionary war would be totally different. Then they say like, if you gave someone if you brought back one set of walkie talkies uh-huh. like radios and you handed them to someone during the civil war, the entire war would have turned out differently. Yeah. Like they, people say stuff like that. Like something that simple to us mm-hmm. isn't heard of. You can't speak to someone that far away. Right. Even like down the hill. So with that kind of a technology would have changed the face of the war. That's true. So, so what would they bring? You know what? I think they would just be... They're dumb kids, right? I think they just, like, 
have a nine millimeter pistol. Like they literally just like, <laughs> well, at the world war two, that's not even, well, I mean, that's a powerful gun, but, but still, even in world war two, I mean, II, they had like tanks not, and planes and yeah. we're not talking like muskets at that time. Right. I'm just thinking of like, if I was a dumb kid and I'm like, I'm going to go back in time and kill someone real quick. Like, you know, it's just going to be really quick. I would just grab like a random pistol. Yeah. And then they realized, Oh wait, they actually have sophisticated weapons. I didn't yeah, realize. And like they like severely underplanned. <laughs> And they end up needing to, I don't know, maybe how they end up, you know, first starting to get into the group is they join, like, join, you know, Nazi army. Like, not to join the Nazi army, but like, you know, that's how they sneak in is they disguise as, you know, training troops. They actually learn some combat stuff. And then while in this, they decide to... Kill him somehow. Yes. Now, here's the thing, though. When they kill him, do they get stuck in time or do they have one thing to get back? You know what I mean? I don't know, because that, that, they went to the wrong place. Maybe they have a one and done, one and back. Yeah. But, do we have uh, one? I feel like it's a classic, you know, stereotype thing, but does one of the guys fall in love with a girl there? And then no, he, he stays. He's got to stay, but it's he like. He stays. But then. He screws everything up because he doesn't realize that that girl was destined to be someone that married someone else, and they had a chil- children that. And this is how we get sequels. They come back into the future. Yeah. Boom. Because, uh, yeah, if you if you mess up, like she could have had children that now yeah. she's not going to have. Mm-hmm. Think about it. They get back to the future, right? They end up killing Hitler. Let's say they do, right? They end up killing Hitler. This guy stays to marry this girl. They get back to the future and they're like, things are completely crazy. One, because, you know, Hitler died. But then two, they start seeing their friend's face in history. Like they realize that their friend ended up, I don't know. You know what I mean? Do we make this into a sequel? <laughs> yeah. Possibility. <it> could be. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. When this, when this is inevitably made, um, I can't see this movie ever being made. Even oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I yeah, I don't know. But that is interesting. Like, there's just so many factors in the world. Like, uh, yeah, like my this is actually an interesting thing. My uh, relative on my grandma's side, mm-hmm. so my dad's mother's side. Um, he had uh, 19 children, I think. Wow. Um, he he had multiple wives. Oh, okay. Which was a whole thing that's weird, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I think... Actually, I think he had way more than 19. But the ancestor that I'm related to... Mm-hmm. Is his youngest child of his youngest wife? Yeah. So the last one, like if he would have stopped having children at any point, my whole entire family tree would not exist. Yeah. So like, there's so many factors that you change one little thing, and it could change, and it could change a lot. Right. And like, there's that joke, like if you go back in time and step on a branch. How is that going to affect, you know, someone once brought that up to me. They're like, if you go back in time and step on a branch, 
200 years ago, you're going to come back to a completely different world. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that specifically, no, but yeah, right. no little things can definitely, if we think time travel actually like in the movie end game, they say that time travel isn't like where you can mess with stuff in the bat in the past. Yeah. Cause it's like you go back in the past, but the past now becomes your future. Yeah. Which I guess kind of ish makes sense in a way. But have we you, just don't know how it works. Yeah. So. Have you seen Tenet? No. Great Christopher Nolan film. And they have a very interesting idea of time travel in that movie. And so what theirs is, is they have a machine and you go backwards through the world as everyone's going forward. And so you end up going on a plane horizontal. So kind of like think of the moving walkways at an airport. And one's going back and the other's going forward. And time travel is that timeline is still going, but you hop on a thing and you go back as everyone's going forward. So the whole world is in reverse to you. It's pretty interesting. And they end up having like a war where they have two sides going at it, like the reverse team and the forward team. Anyway, great movie. Very interesting idea of concept. And sometimes I also forget that Harry Potter 3 is a time travel movie. Oh yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, let me see. There's a movie. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but the, pre- I, I've been trying to look it up. Okay. I don't know, but the, so I couldn't find what it's called, but there's a movie where that they time travel, but they, there's an aspect of the present. So, like if you go back in time for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. you come back and the present has moved 15 minutes. Interesting. So do you know what I mean? So like, so like you can't spend all of time in the, in the past or the future because your present is still moving. Yeah. So it's like, if you have a deadline, like you can't, you can't just like, like time travel doesn't solve that because uh-huh. the present keeps moving. That's so interesting. That's like a weird way to like, uh, like if there was a, some weird thing where it's like, you cannot go to a time period where you exist. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to a time you didn't exist, the time where you do exist is it's still moving. Yeah. So it's like, you have to go back. Like if you're in somewhere for 35 years, you don't just get to go back to the time where you left. Uh-huh. You have to go back to the time where 35 years later. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that would change about our story, but that's just the thing that they don't add to movies very often is the, the, the threat of the present. Yeah. And the movie, going I, the forward. movie I'm thinking about, I think there was like some test within like two days. Really? And so they were going back in time to get information. For, like it's pretty dumb, but so when they, go like, back, so they only had two days to yeah. be there because they had to make it to the test. So when they go back in time, the world is still going forward. Do they end up popping back to where their timeline is, if that makes sense? Yeah. Okay, so there's just two days where they're not there. Yeah. But they can't pop back into when they left. Yeah. If that makes sense. They have to go back to where... So they've been gone. The time still is. Yeah. That's really interesting. Huh. They don't add that into time travel movies very often. No, but I think it's really cool. Like in Tenet, you go backwards. So if you want to go back eight weeks, you have to go through life eight weeks. Uh-huh. to go back. And then if you want to go forward two weeks, you have to live in life for two weeks. 
and you just constantly oh. go back and forth. And so there's this one so agent. You can go back but not forward. Yeah, there's this one agent and one man that you have to just go back and forth in the same timeline. It's not like boom, you're back in time. <laughs> you have to like live eight weeks if you want to go back eight weeks. But then you have to live forward eight weeks if you want to go forward eight weeks. Mm. It's kind of interesting. It was a really fascinating film, like kind of mess with your brain. My brain's kind of blown out talking about all this. <laughs> There's a lot of time travel aspects. Now I just want to talk about different time travel aspects because we don't have that much time in the movie to in the episode, but yeah. Um you never watched Rick and Morty, right? No, I really want to though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh there's a episode called the Vat of Acid episode. And anyway, um Morty wants Rick to build him a uh, save file device. It's like you know how in a video game if you die, you go back to the last time you saved? Yeah. So Rick and Rick is like, "No, I don't deal with time travel." <laughs> and then uh Morty's like, well, I just bet you can't do it. That's why you say, and Rick's like, I could do anything. And he goes and builds it. <laughs> and uh, so he builds this thing. So like Morty can like save his spot. He can do something and then he can push a button. And he goes back to where he was. Oh, so he does these things where like it shows him um, going back in time or like keep doing stuff. And uh, then like the, the funny bit at the end was where, he uh he hit like a, the save button and then like he walks into the store and he sees this girl and they start chatting up and then it shows like time going by and they're like getting to know each other and they start dating and they yeah. like st fall in love with each other and they decide to go on a trip with each other and then their airplane crashes and they're like stranded in the Himalayan mountains and the back of their airplane that like can send a signal for help is like far away. So he like leaves and hikes and then like, so years have gone by and, and then he, he ends up saving this girl. He almost dies. They get freed from the Himalayans. They're in the hospital and then they're talking to the family. And then the dad finds the thing in Morty's backpack. And he's like, what the heck? He pushes the button and, <laughs> and Morty goes back, back to the time before he met her. And then, like, because he's, like, freaking out, he, like, uh, he, like, goes over to her, like, because he, he knows who she is, but she doesn't, so she pepper sprays him. Yeah. And he accidentally pushes the button. And so then he, like, goes back to the time where she's pepper spraying him again. <laughs> and then he goes back to where she's pepper spraying him again. And so she misses, so he misses, like, that uh, whole, that yeah. whole experience. But then what's really crazy about it mm -hmm. is then uh, Rick, or Morty comes to Rick and he's like, I, I hate this device. It like ruined my life. And Rick's and, and he said something about time travel. And he's like, I don't deal with time travel, Morty. That's not what I was doing. When you would go back in time, that device would find another version of you in a different universe and it would destroy it. And then you would take its place. So it's like every time you push that button, you were killing someone. You were killing a Morty. <laughs> and so Morty's like mortified because he's killed hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people just so he could like, I don't know. Like, Be with this girl. Not even, to... not even just, he was doing like a lots of petty stuff where he would like jump over a, mm. um, like fire, uh, manhole cover. Mm. And then he wouldn't like do it good. So he'd go back in time and like, <laughs> like stupid stuff like that. It's like, you've killed someone every time you wanted to do that. You've <laughs> killed <laughs> somebody. It's like, that's so dark. That's so funny. Rick and Morty. There was one thing I saw from that. It was kind of time travel is he ended up going to a video game and he lived like a 50, 60 year old life and then died on like 
this plane and he comes out and he's like, what's going on? And Morty's like, and Rick's like, wow, nice job. He made it to 56. Yep, That's not yep, bad. Yep, Roy. And he's like, what? I remember I, what that. am I doing? He goes, I'm so confused. He goes, that's fine. I give you five minutes. Come on. It's like, <laughs> it's like Morty, you lived a whole life and you owned a rug store. That lame. <laughs> you owned a rug store. <laughs> he literally owned a rug yeah. store and then he died by falling off of a ladder at the rug store. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, oh, there's so many like things when you think about that, like that is uh, so traumatizing. Yeah. Like realizing that your whole life is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just a, a game that you paid a quarter to play. Mm -hmm. Imagine if that happened to us. The Matrix. No, like seriously, the minds of Rick and Morty are some of the most bizarre. Well, you love Dan Harmon. That's oh, why I, it's crazy that you haven't seen the show. I know. I love Dan Harmon. Him and Community is one of the greatest inventions of all time and that's why i don't know why you haven't seen rick and morty because i'll you... watch it tonight after back to the future i'll watch back to the future let's why? watch it together i love that show okay rick and morty i hear is like back to the future mixes with phineas and ferb but make it ma <laughs> yeah i think it's a really good show. I've, there's so many people that are like mega fans of yeah. it and they're like oh you have to have a high iq to watch it it's like nah, it's just a good show but yeah you could have an eye. Like, you could go in depth, but you don't need to go in depth, is what I've heard. Like, you can just, like, watch from the surface and be like, that's a funny show. Yeah. Okay, we'll watch it tonight. Yeah, we'll come back here. Or... Yeah. <laughs> I I own season four and five. I have... We're, like, talking on for everyone on Brian's. I have HBO Max. Oh, is it on HBO? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. Do they have all of Adult all Swim? All the seasons, yeah. All Adult Swim is on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Robot Chicken, you watch that ever? No. That's <laughs> the weirdest show ever. <laughs> no, I haven't. Do you know what it is? I know what it is, yeah. So weird. I haven't seen any Adult Swim. Uh, I've never seen Family Guy. I have you seen any like clips from Robot Chicken though? No. Uh, yes. No, I have. I have. Yeah, the thing about Robot Chicken is it's just a bunch of like skits basically and mm -hmm. then like go to a next one that's like totally unrelated. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Well... I think that we had a good episode today, but uh, I'm not really. I don't love the movie. <laughs> I know there, uh, it's too. It's too co not complicated. It's we didn't uh, come up with any ideas that I'm in love with. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun to see what we could do with a Killing Hitler right. movie. But uh, I don't think time travels our game. I, think I don't we, think it's a good movie. I, I don't think, think it's a good idea. It, we leave it for another screenwriter who has someone else who can turn someone that else into who can turn different. that into something great because. Yeah, but that's how it goes. Some of our ideas seem good on the outside, but they're not good in practice. And then some of them are like, yeah, oh, this is nothing. And then yeah. it ends up like our favorite movies. You see, the funny thing from our my personal favorite episodes is The Old Town Road. Yeah. I love where that's going. I would think that would be such a fun movie to make. Yep. But at first I Part was like, Part three this is coming so soon. Yep. Part three of Old Town Road, the movie. Yeah, so this episode is going to be coming out the end of September... So the next Old Town Road Part 3 will probably be near the end of October, I would assume. Probably. So, yes. Way you go for us for being prepared. <laughs> Ahead of the game. Yep. Yep, this is the third episode we recorded this weekend. Because uh, it's, it's a long weekend, and so all of our friends and roommates have left. Yeah. So it's just us here. So we're like, let's just record. Let's do three episodes. And it's been great. Yesterday, yeah, if you've seen the episode and you hear the chair moving, I did not die. This is the day after I'm still alive. There's no one, no one haunted my house. And yeah, so. there's a legitimate ghost here because <laughs> I listened to it back and it's loud. And if you listen to the episode, you could, you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's already eight. Yeah. Oh shoot, we're already missing the thing. We're not missing it, but it started the thing we were going to go to.
Well, thank well, you for joining us along. Thank you for joining us. Carter, you started the episode, so you finished the episode. Let's hop back into the void. Mm-hmm.